Hello and welcome to When I Found Grace podcast. What does it mean to die to self? Well, that's coming up next. By grace you have been saved. By grace you have been saved. By grace you have been saved. By grace you faith. And welcome back to another episode of When I Found Grace podcast. Uh, today, we are continuing on with, uh, if you don't know, because I haven't told you, my New Year's goal of doing a podcast at least once a week. Now, whether that happens or not, well, we talked about it already Last week, uh, being a year and a half since I had done a podcast recording, uh, but here we are, so two weeks in a row. So today, um, the big question is, what does it mean uh, to die to self? And what what does that actually entail? And what does that look like? And I, I was wanting to actually talk about something else completely different, but uh, we had a discussion last week in our staff here at the church, and it just kind of started stirring some things in me and my mind, and um, and then even in, even in my own life, some some challenges along the way that we get to face. That that I thought, well, um, this might be something good to to share. I, I think these are th- good things for us to have an understanding of. Um, but, but that is really this idea of dying to self. What does that look like? What does it actually entail? And um, as Christians, how can we do that practically? But I'm, I want to take you to where this conversation came from. And, and it actually came from Psalm 119, uh, all the way very deep into Psalm 119, um, and let me let me read you Psalm one nineteen verse one thirteen through one twenty because because again this is where it came from and just so we get the whole context of the conversation but in Psalm one nineteen verse one thirteen uh, the psalmist he writes I hate those who are double minded but I love your law you are my hiding place and my shield and I wait for your word depart from me evil doers that I may observe the commandments of my God. Sustain me according to your word, that I may live, and do not let me be ashamed of my hope. Uphold me, that I may be safe, that I may have regard for your statutes continually. You have rejected all those who wander from your statutes, for their deceitfulness is useless. You have removed all the wicked of the earth like dross. Therefore, I love your testimonies." And finally, in verse 120, it says, My flesh trembles for fear of you, and I am afraid of your judgments. And so this got us talking and discussing this idea of my flesh trembles for fear of you, and I am afraid of your judgments. Now, what's what's interesting is because in these verses that are leading up to it, verse 118 and 119, uh, specifically, 
he's talking about, he says, you've rejected those who wander from your statutes and their deceitfulness is useless. He says, you have removed all the wicked of the earth like dross. And he says, therefore, I love your testimonies. But he goes on, he says, in my flesh, it trembles for fear of you. So he goes from this, like this judgment of the wicked that he's observing, that he's seen. And then, and then he talks about his response to God's judgment, which he says, I'm fearful of it. I'm afraid of it. Uh, and I'm, you know, so where do you go from there? How do you, how do you take that and say, oh, wow, look, he's scared of God's judgment. He's got fear of the Lord. And, and it says his flesh, it trembles. But, you know, I, I think that's the, the key right there in 120 is he says, my flesh trembles for fear of you. My flesh trembles. And see, when when we talk about the flesh, we're talking about that that sinful nature, that nature that we have that's in, inside of us. Um, and that's the part that when the psalmist is saying, my flesh trembles for fear of you, that's what I believe he's talking about. He's talking about that sinful nature that's in us, that that we have that boy, I wish we didn't have it, but we do. And he says, so my flesh, it trembles for fear of you, and I am afraid of your judgments. And I think, well, how how fitting that would be. Because he just got done talking about observing the judgment that God has towards the wicked. And now he's saying, look, which that makes this flesh that I live in, this sinful nature, it makes that tremble for fear of you and it makes that flesh afraid of your judgments and it makes it so um really for me understandable that i can understand this that wow you know when when i'm in my flesh when i'm operating in the sinful nature uh, oftentimes man i am in so much fear fear of God's judgment, fear of of him. And, and we're not talking the good fear. We're talking about like, um, you, you know, dad's coming and you're all in trouble type of fear. And, you know, Peter, he has a really good insight into this as well. And all the way back in, in the first uh, letter of Peter uh, to the saints in first Peter, uh, chapter 2 verse 11 uh, Peter says this to he says this to the church he says beloved I urge you as aliens and strangers to abstain from fleshly lust which wage war against the soul or or to abstain from fleshly desires or or our our uh, sinful desires which it says it wages war war against the soul or against the spirit. And so we get some insight into that. Did you not know that the spirit and the flesh are in battle against one another? They're waging war against each other. And they have this this battle that's going on. And, and you know, sometimes we're so afraid of that that battle. Like it's a bad thing. 
but but it's actually a a good thing that the battle is happening because then the bible talks about uh, you know us dying to our self you know we talk about dying to ourselves so many people use that phrase die to yourself jesus even says you know pick up your cross uh daily and we look at that as dying to ourself but but we're like well what does that mean dying to ourself that that doesn't maybe it doesn't compute with a lot of us and it it hasn't computed with me uh very often as well however when when we're examining it from from this point of view from this battle of the flesh and of the spirit there's there's one thing that that has to happen it it has to happen is that the spirit has to win and the flesh has to lose the flesh has to die and again we're talking about those 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 desires those wicked desires that that um that sinful desire that's in us because sometimes that desire becomes so uh you know evident in in our life in in a time of weakness in a time of struggle and and there's that battle i know that all of you you, you probably know exactly what i'm talking about that battle that's going on back and forth of you know sh- should i do this should i not do this and and then the question is is okay what does the spirit say what does the word of god say you know because then then paul he he talks about um he talks about in in uh, romans he says he says in in romans 8 uh he says for the mind set on the flesh is death but the mind set on the spirit is life and peace and then he he goes on he he says the mindset on the flesh is hostile toward god for it does not subject itself to the law of god for it is not even able to do so and those who are in the flesh cannot please god and so we know that if if we are operating in the flesh if we're operating in our sinful nature and our desires that if we're we're giving life to that we can't be pleasing to god you're not operating in the spirit and so you can't please god but if we want to please god well well guess what we will be operating not in the flesh but in in the spirit and, and oftentimes the question then comes is well what what is how do we know what is of the spirit and how we, do we know is of the flesh well the bible clearly identifies what what sin is you know those things that are against god um you know and and it's all through the new testament you know uh, debauchery fornication adultery idolatry uh witchcraft um you know the the pride of life the um in all of these things those are are things that are against god those things are 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 the flesh and when we think of those things well we we have to let the spirit win because if we don't let the spirit win we let the flesh consume then what's going to happen is we want to 
take over and we want to go and and pursue what the flesh is wanting us to do but but we have to we have to let the spirit win you can't let the flesh win out on these things and it's such an important thing for us to know to understand and and to to look at because this life is full of temptation it's full of a a life that is um wanting to pull us towards things that are contrary to God. And as believers and as Christians, uh, our number one desire is that we want to be pleasing to God. We want to be pleasing to Him. And if we want to be pleasing to God, then we can't be setting out to please the flesh. You know, um, Paul, he says, I I love in, in... Romans 8, 12, he says, Brethren, we are under obligation not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you must die. But if by the Spirit you are putting to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. And and then going back to our, our verse here, it says in uh, Psalm 119, verse 120 says, My flesh trembles for fear of you, and I'm afraid of your judgments. You know, Paul, he addresses that here in Psalm, or in, in Romans chapter 8. In verse 15, he says, For you have not received a spirit of slavery leading to fear again, but you have received a spirit of adoption as sons, by which we cry out, Abba, Father. Isn't that cool? I see. I I love that. Is so as as believers as Christians, we're we're not operating by that flesh. We're operating in the spirit, and if we're operating in the spirit, no longer do we have to fear God and His judgments, or be afraid of God and His judgments. But now we get to li- live in in confidence in in Him, and and you know, lucky for us is that if. If we do fail, because we, you know, we we are going to fail. But if we do fail, that John in First John he says that we have an advocate to the Father, and that's in Christ Jesus. And so, because we are operating in the Spirit and not in the flesh, we we now we we get to have confidence before God, but. But we also, if we do mess up as a child, we don't have to fear God's punishment or his wrath. We get to take confidence that we are no longer given a spirit of fear, but we are given a spirit that that leads us to cry out, Abba, Father. And that's what the Spirit wants, is for us to cry out to the Lord in our time of need, our time of distress, no matter whether we, we have failed or... Um, or we have slipped up, that if we're able to, in the in the spirit, turn and cry out to God, Father, help me. But but if if you're going to continue to follow the flesh, if you're going to continue to let the flesh win, then yeah, you probably are going to be a little bit afraid of God's judgment. So my encouragement for us today, and and what I want us to hold on to is. Let us die to our flesh. Don't let the flesh win. We, 
the spirit needs to win. There's going to be battles that happen, and and the flesh will win every now and then. But the more battles that we fight, the war, it belongs to God. And you keep fighting that battle, eventually those things, you're going to be putting to death that flesh. And the spirit is just going to continue to grow and to thrive and to live in you. So I hope you're blessed um, and you have such a wonderful day. Continue to go on in God's grace, that wonderful grace that he's given us. God bless. By grace you have been saved.